Homeschooling isn't just about education. It's about your kids, it's about your family, and it's about a lifestyle. Hi, my name is Jackie and I'm the founder of Homeschool Think Tank. The Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast is about community, family, education, and life. I believe that these are the things that matter to homeschool families. Tune in each week and let's talk. I'll bring you a message from my heart, an expert interview, or an interview with the ultimate homeschooling experts, homeschool families like yours. Remember to check the link in the show notes below and you'll find an article that corresponds with this episode. Finally, remember to visit homeschoolthinktank.com for more information about how we serve homeschooling families. All right, let's get started with this week's episode. Today I want to visit with you about learning outside and about wild schooling and forest schooling. These are two terms that you may have heard of and I am still exploring this type of education and trying to understand it myself, the nuances and the differences between forest schooling and wild schooling. Honestly, I'm not sure if they're different or not. I'm still learning here. But at the end of the day, they both seem to have the principle of getting outdoors to learn. And I think this can be a great way for you and your children to connect and to learn together and to form community with others. So whatever you want to call it, wild schooling, forest schooling, or maybe there's some other term I'm not even aware of. The bottom line is you're getting outdoors, you're getting in nature to learn and oftentimes with others. So for me, I have spent a lot of time outdoors with my children over the years and we like to camp as a family and get outside, but also I used to get together with another homeschooling mom and we would literally have our own little play date out in National Forest area and let our kids run and play. Now, these were not times where we were bringing some specific lesson for our children to learn, but they were learning on their own in many ways and most certainly taking risks, which seems to be a common denominator amongst forced schools. But risk-taking is a big deal because your kids gain confidence when they are figuring out what they can and can't do. I mean, her kids were definitely a little bit more adventuresome than mine. And there were times I was just gasping because they're scaling these cliff-type walls and I was a little concerned, but you know what? Her kids knew their limits. They knew what they could do. They knew what they couldn't do. And quite frankly, they lived in the forest. Her children were constantly at the tops of trees. And mine were quite a bit too as kids, but they didn't grow up in such a wooded area where there was so many trees to climb. But this is sort of the essence of outdoor learning, if you will. So another aspect to consider with outdoor learning 
And I'm sure that wild schooling, I want to say this, wild schooling probably has its own set of principles, which is why I'm going to bring somebody who knows more about it than me on in the future. Forced schooling probably has its own set of principles that sort of guides somebody who is forced schooling. But what I'm here today to do is to just share the concept of outdoor learning that some people seem to do this every week, every day of the week, year round, regardless of the weather, because what they're also trying to do is teach their children how to live in nature and be part of nature. So not that they're sleeping outdoors, but they're spending time outdoors in all types of weather. So the kids are learning how to make shelter, how to stay warm. There's a lot of survival skills being learned, quite frankly, when you're doing this outdoor learning and not just at a park. I mean, yes, that can work if that's all you have available, but the essence of it is to get out in nature, like open nature, not manicured nature. Not (laughs) If there is a lawnmower coming through that's not quite what most people have in mind with this outdoor learning it's really just nature as it is so where I live we have various types of nature we have you could go one direction and you're in true forest areas and mountains and you know you can hike as high as you want to really like I guess what I think they call them like 13ers, like 13,000 foot mountains. And you can really get out in nature in a very deep way. And in another direction, you can be in the beautiful desert oasis where it's red rock and very few trees, actually. And in both of these areas, there's lakes. And so... You can get out in different ways. So wherever you are, it's just a matter of taking advantage of the nature near you. And I know in some areas, it's harder to get to nature than in other areas. That's why I'm like, if all you have is a park, go for it. Do what you can there. But if you can get to more natural areas, this is what we're talking about. So one element that I see in outdoor learning is a lot of child led learning where the kids are really following their own interests. Something else I sometimes see is where there are there is some adult led learning where the adults really are trying to help educate the children in a way that they might not do on their own where they're bringing lessons into this. And actually as I was preparing for this, I thought there is another program that I share here and I will include a link in the episode that goes with this to Backpack Sciences and Jackie Grunberg has been a guest on the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast in the past. She is a founder of Backpack Sciences and a lot of her lessons would be great to go with wild schooling or forest schooling and various outdoor learning activities. So you might want to take a look at that if that's something that interests you. So another aspect of this outdoor learning is you're really focusing on the whole child. So their physical abilities, their intellectual abilities, their ability to communicate well, their emotional intelligence, I suppose. 
in the spiritual aspect as well. So another element of learning outdoors is basically having an understanding of nature, how nature works, how we as humans depend on nature for survival, and even the history of the area where you were spending time outdoors. So where we live, you can most certainly take advantage of some wonderful national parks as well. And understanding the history of those areas can be very educational. I can remember doing a field trip with one of my daughters where it was geology-based. And a geologist came along on the field trip and was teaching the kids about about the rocks, you know, about how old they were, about how there were once dinosaurs in this area, and all sorts of interesting things. But here's another aspect of some of the outdoor learning. Is let's say when you have these types of lessons, and maybe an adult brings a specific activity wherever you are spending this time outdoors for the kids to do, it's oftentimes optional. So the kids could be there listening to this geologist if they are finding it interesting. Or if there's a few kids who just aren't doing that, it's really not a big deal if they're off hiking nearby and doing their own thing. Or maybe they're collecting their own rocks and involved in their own way. Clearly, when you bring a guest like that, you do want to try to have the kids paying attention. But if there are some kids who aren't paying attention, it's just not that big of a deal. And you just let it go. So a more mild example, I guess, might be, let's say an adult brought some sort of painting type project or had some sort of art type project in mind to help the kids do that day. Well, it's optional whether the kids partake in that or not. That is part of this nature-based learning model from the things that I'm seeing out there because that's really what's better for kids because they're not going to really gain much out of an activity if they're not interested in it. So something else that I like about this outdoor learning model is oftentimes it seems to be that it's more family-centric rather than you just dropping your kids off at a homeschool class. It's also more child-centric because I think oftentimes when there are homeschool classes, so to speak, it's very much the adult comes in with their agenda for the day and the kids are to do what the adult is bringing forward. But with an outdoor learning model, you're really coming in with what nature has in mind for the day and the children are there with their curiosity in hand and allowed to explore their curiosity. And they are encouraged to explore and learn in their own way. But with this outdoor learning model, while the adults may come in with some ideas in mind and maybe even some projects in mind, it's really quite optional for the children to partake or not partake in these projects. And I really think it offers children a great way to make friends 
But also parents tend to make friends with this type of learning model more as well because you're not just dropping your kids off. You are doing things together. You are outdoors together. And while there may be a leader, parents can make friends within this context as well. So one of my goals with Homeschool Think Tank is just to simply make you aware of the many different ways that people homeschool their children, the many different styles of homeschooling, and how you can incorporate these ideas into your lifestyle. So maybe you want to do a full-on forest school type of thing, or maybe you want to do the full wild schooling thing. Or maybe you want to just incorporate some elements of these ideas into your overall homeschooling experience, which I would say that's more how we've done it. And we haven't necessarily gone out into the wild with a huge agenda to learn this or that in particular, but it has most certainly created curiosity in my kids where they're looking at library books later about something and they are learning in a, another aspect even when we aren't out in the forest or the wild. So my goal here today is just to have you think about how you can get outdoors, how you might be able to incorporate a community aspect and invite others to join you, whether it's one family or a few families, and to give your children those opportunities. And the other side of this is I know getting outside is so good for your mental health, for you and your children. And there are so many benefits, and I'm not going to go into all of that today, but getting outside on a regular basis really does matter. And you really should incorporate that into your lifestyle. All right, that's it for today. I just want you to start thinking about how you can incorporate more things outdoors, more educational opportunities outdoors with your kids. Connect with others. Connect with your kids outside. Live and learn your way. My name is Jackie and I am your host of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. Bye-bye. I want to say thank you for listening to the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, I'd like to ask you to take a moment to follow this podcast and share it with a friend. Remember to check the show notes for a link to the article that corresponds with this podcast episode. In this article, we'll include any links that we mentioned in this episode. And remember that you can search all of the Homeschool Think Tank Parenting Podcast episodes at homeschoolthinktank.com.